Hello, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends with Friends podcast, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. I am joined by my friends. Jason is back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Glad to be back. I missed you guys. I missed our friends' conversations, but I'm ready to go. Yay. And Vanessa? Hi, I'm Vanessa Martinez, the newbie in the group. Discovered it during quarantine, but I'm well on my way to Friends fandom. Yes, and I am the biggest Friends fan. I actually just got gifted some Friends socks for my birthday, which is <laughs> on Saturday. And then it matches my Friends hat and a new Friends sweatshirt that I got for my sister for my birthday. You and need a closet for this I attire. Got, oh my gosh, and I got a, a Friends like pencil mug. No, literally, I have so much stuff and I'm all here for it. I love it. And that's how big of a Friends fan I am. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But um, for today's episode, we're going to talk about the 67th episode, the one with the tiny t-shirt. Written by our friend Adam Chase, who we already spoken to, interviewed. This is um, season three, episode 19. It premiered on March 27th, 1997 with 23.7 million viewers. Vanessa, want to give us a quick plot overview? I'm on it. So this time Monica has continued to date Pete. Mark (laughs) asks Rachel out on a date and she returns Ross his stuff, including the iconic Frankie says, relax, shirt. Joey starts to like someone who doesn't really like him back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, Jason. Since we haven't spoken to you or gone over like what has happened since you know they broke up, mm-hmm. now that she's going to date Mark, I mean, what's your take on what has transpired since we last spoke to you? Well, I mean, Ross is still stuck till the end of the episode. At least in this episode, he gets. I feel like he is beginning to move on by the, by the end, you know, him taking the t-shirt back. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, I thought that was pretty mean. And then, but when he put it on, it was very funny. Yes. <laughs> so Ross, so Ross is him to like have those kind of mannerisms while he's like delivering that line, you know, the way he kind of like puts it on and kind of shimmies a bit. I thought it was hilarious. The shirt, was, Yeah. It was way too small, but I, I and he's, he's, I get he's struggling, and him, but him watching them through the peephole was very funny. Yes, yes, he watching did. Through the peephole was very funny. It was, you know, he's very jealous of Mark, which you know you, you can understand. Mark's a very handsome guy. He and he and Rachel have a, you know, kind of a, a thing because they're in the same business, the same. But she's not into him. No, totally not into him. And that's the thing too. It's like when he asks her out on the date like i like that she was able to recognize that she kind of feels guilty because she knows that mark was part of the reason the jealousy that why they broke up so i like that she acknowledges that and that they acknowledge it and she's just not gonna like be a mean girl because she's not and go on a date with him and think nothing of it so um it is interesting though like how mark is always just so willing (laughs) it's funny so he's like we can get over him right here on this couch (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i i mean i don't know it's nice to see rachel try and move on she's definitely being the mature one out of this whole thing um ross just needs to grow up and try to get over it as best he can because she's moving on and so does he he has to move on so when he gives the t-shirt back at the end, I thought that right. was a good sign. You know, you're, you're like proud of Ross for that. And mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's a good thing. I do feel bad for poor Gunther though. Yeah. 
He's still, he's still not going to like. It's the continued joke throughout the whole entire series. He's he wants to ask her out so badly, yes. and he just can't do it. And then Mark comes in and asks her out yes. immediately, and just breaks his heart. I know. I thought that was so funny. I like the way they keep playing around with Gunther in that sense because there is other times in the series where it's like Gunther was going to do something, and then somebody else does it, and then you know, again, he's like, "Well, there goes my chance." It's a funny play on like how to keep doing that with him. I wonder, I mean, it'd be nice if she gave him a chance, but I think she has yet to realize that he likes her, right? Just like Ross, but (laughs) that's a different (laughs) storyline. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. And what's funny, so this shirt, Frankie says, relax. I Googled, I was like, I wonder, you know, like it was a shirt before it was on Friends, but then when I Googled, it's the friend shirt, Frankie says, relax. Like, it is known now for that. <laughs> so where did that shirt come from, Frankie says, relax? It's that that song, isn't that? Frankie says, relax, don't do it. Dun, 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 Frankie dun. goes to Hollywood is the name of the band, and the song was called Relax. Ah, okay. I did. I wasn't sure. I know that, that is that, and that's the song that's for the movie. Huh? Is that the song that's for the movie? Um... It's in a couple of movies, I think. Okay. I don't think it's done for the movie. The, yeah, the hmm. band is called Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Okay. And the song is called Relax. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Relax. Don't do it. I think that's what it's from. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought, too. They use that They use that song in Zoolander, Vanessa, to keep it current. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you said in what? Zoolander. When Ben Stiller's walking okay, down. Yeah. yeah, and he gets hypnotized by it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely <laughs> recognize the song. Yeah. Yeah. I song, so know I, the name of the band. Yeah. I didn't know the name of the band either. I didn't know there was a movie for it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think but, it was, okay, here's the thing with the box. Do you think it was too soon for Rachel to give back Ross's things? No, no. I, and I can relate to this because my friend dated this guy for 10 years. And right when they broke up for the last time, I packed up the stuff, put it in a box, and I put it in the garage because it was long distance. We weren't able to give it to him. But she's like, you know, you don't want the stuff around. You don't want to be reminded of it. So I think get it out. Get rid of it. You're done. But that's me. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I also don't know why you necessarily need to give it back. I mean, you know, especially the dinosaur (laughs) coffee mug. Why can't that just go into the rotation in Monica's kitchen? Or, like, just put it in a box and put it away somewhere, you know, so that, like, you can kind of look back at this time and be nostalgic, you know. But I guess maybe because they do see each other pretty often that they can actually give it back to each other. Yeah. I mean, but they had some, yeah, they had something going on. Like, maybe she should have kept something. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. He gave her back the shirt. And I love that he gave her back the shirt because it kind of alludes to, can there be more between them? You know, like it, it kind of gives you hope that there's still something there because the way she holds it and like, you know, she holds it dear to her heart. And so I think. Well, because it's soft. But it's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> she even said she, that's her oh my gosh, You're yeah. so practical, Vanessa. Know, Vanessa but the meaning behind it is just so sweet. And I think that's why it became such a quote unquote iconic friend thing is because 
it gives you hope that there's something more that can happen between them. And it's that continued storyline that it's always the back and forth that, you know, the writers have told us about. So I loved the ending. It was my favorite part of this episode. It was just that last scene. I agree. It does give you that kind of sweetness Mm -hmm. and she appreciates it. And you can tell that she, you know, she kind of has a smile on her face. So I I thought it was very sweet ending too. Yeah. She can sleep comfortably now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we all have those sleep shirts that we like that are just like our favorite. You know, I have those. I'm sure you have them, Vanessa. Yeah. You know, so it's like the pajamas we keep returning to because we're like, I don't just wear this one again. (laughs) And then, I mean, what do you guys think of Monica's deal with Pete? I think it's fun. Like, I think it's good to give her somebody that like, because she's been dating these like really handsome. I mean, Pete's cute too, but like she's been dating these like people who aren't haven't been there for her. You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen her and except for Richard, but like the other ones, the other one-off daters. You know, mm-hmm. like none of them have been there like Pete has, except for her relationship with Richard. So I like it. I like it. I like. I him. mean, I guess it's true, but I mean, she told, like he asked her like you know what's wrong and she told him she was honest about it she says you know you're I'm not attracted to you mm-hmm. and at that point he's like just wait you know just know. hold on and that's pretty confident for a guy I feel well, like and he's a billionaire so he has to be confident in in the in the business world so this transpires into his love life I guess you know yeah but I mean if anybody were to tell you like oh I'm not attracted to you I mean you would feel yeah like not confident yeah, you feel confident in yourself. But the fact that he is, I would think, actually makes, makes her yes. makes him more attractive. Yeah, exactly. Because confidence is so attractive on a man, and the fact uh, that he is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's interesting after he leaves and she's in the apartment, and she goes, you know, if they're either too young or too old. What's you know, what's wrong with me? Is this is this part of Monica just not? being able to be happy why does she you know she's with the really young guy then she's with richard yeah and you know she and now she's with someone she's not attracted to is you know is she self-sabotaging you know under yeah yeah just waiting for something the right the right one to come along yeah Yeah. and it's good that she's realizing that too and and uh pete's still around so we'll see what happens Yeah, but I mean, like Jason said, the fact that she numbers her mugs, too, she has a lot to offer a guy. She's very well organized. I don't number my mugs, by the way. No. <laughs> I don't. It's funny. She's She has a lot to offer. That is funny. I do like in the beginning of the episode, he talks about computers and voice recognition. And now, you know, 25 years later, we actually yes. are talking to our devices. And yes. no, <laughs> we have like, Alexis and Alexa. So funny. Every time I'm in my car, because I can be like, I can be like, hey, sorry, play Lady Gaga. And I think to myself every time I'm just driving and talking. I don't even have to say anything. I just say it. I don't have to press a command. I'm like, this is so weird. It's yeah. so strange. Able, the robot will be able to wash your car, like he said. Yes. I mean, we have the, the Roomba who's able to vacuum for you. That's, That's true. true. That is true. Do you talk, does Roomba take voice commands? I don't think so. I think you just turn it on and it does its okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know. It's he, he he sees the world. That's what billionaire, millionaire like minds do. They see the world just like beyond what is happening and in front of them. I mean, there's a certain amount of truth to it too. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Friends knew. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Adam Chase knew. 
I know, I know, right? Our pal Adam Chase. Yeah. But I like him for her. He's confident. She kind of needs that in order to feel like safe. So I, I it ain't gonna last. <laughs> yeah, well, the fact, well, the <laughs> fact that she already said she told him I'm unattracted to you, like attra the attraction has to be there in a relationship. I think men like him though, like the chase. Of course. Right. I, this is a generous sexist generalization, but yes, all men, there's a certain sense of men liking the chase in, yeah. in the woman, you know, and it's silly. I hate the game, but I mean, play has got to play. Powerful, wealthy men like the chase. Yes. Yes. So. They'll just give you a $20,000 tip and they get you right where they want I you. <laughs> All right, speaking of the chase, we're, let's talk about Joey and Kate when we get back. Let's take a quick break and we'll see how Joey deals with the taste of his own medicine. Hilarious. <laughs> Be right back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, and we are back. So speaking of the chase, what did you guys think of Joey and Kate? He Joey meets Kate. Kate doesn't like him. It's the first time Joey's ever experiencing this. I like I like that he's getting a taste of his own medicine. She recognizes him from the infomercial and immediately judges him for that. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I mean, she seems a little full of herself as well. You know, she's like an actor, like went to Yale, you know, acting school and all that. But I like that. They're finally like Joey has always been kind of the womanizer, and now he's feeling the opposite end of that. And I like that they're doing that with his character. Yeah, I feel like uh, Kate. She's kind of similar to Pete, where she's like very confident mm -hmm. in herself. And I feel like typically, yeah, like you said, we don't see a lot of those confident people. Mm -hmm. So he is getting a taste of his medicine. But she's also dating the director. The weird director. Yes. Which is a little bit of a stereotype, but you know, <laughs> the leading ladies dating the director is weird. Yeah. Mm. But it works out for people. Julia Roberts, Danny Motor, wasn't he a director? Like, they're still married, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hear these relationships. <laughs> they're an artiste level of connection. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it ramps up. We'll talk more about this in the next episode. So the relationship definitely continues to go. But it is fun that he is uh, a woman who doesn't fall for his charms. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Quite and isn't, isn't this the first time we're actually seeing Joey actually really like somebody? I want to say it is. I think so, like act actively pursuing. I feel like the other times it, he might have just been pursuing them just to pursue them. Mm -hmm. um, but this time he's definitely. He liked Ursula, Ursula, though, didn't he? He did. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Ursula. Oh my gosh, he did like Ursula. Yes, and uh, but yes. So this is the second kind, the second kind of relationship that we see him in. This ain't gonna last either. Once the play's <laughs> over. No, I mean this is a definitely a workplace romance. Very short lived. You see. I know both of these relationships. That's all I can say is you'll see. No, I mean, I don't know. But speaking of Chandler, his apartment, I saw that they have an etch a sketch on the wall. Yes. <laughs> I and think Chandler's bored in this episode. I know. Bored. And because he's not, there's, he's not part of the threads, you know? Right, there's nothing for him to do. He's just kind of hanging around. He's playing, you know, uh, dueling uh, lounge chairs by himself. Yes. <laughs> And then he finally gets Phoebe to play along. I do love their conversation about Spider-Man versus Spider-Man and why it's not why it's Goldman, not Goldman. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not his last name. It's not. <laughs> it's such a mindless conversation. It's so yeah. funny. Because you do have those moments where you realize things, what? Oh yeah, totally. Like and you have those kind of conversations with your pals. <laughs> and it's perfect for Chandler and uh, and uh, uh, Phoebe to have this conversation. Uh-huh. And then they started, and then hours later, they're finished. They started Monica's uh, apartment, uh-huh. and hours or days later, they're still having this conversation in in uh, Joe and Chandler's apartment. It's yeah. hilarious in the lounge chairs facing each other. Yeah, what would Goldman's uh, superhero be? You know, to turn everything to gold. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then, oh, what if everything's already gold? Then he's done his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cute. But yeah, Phoebe doesn't really have any other plot line in this either. And but they're the comic relief as always. And I like I I like their little maybe that's their little thread is the Goldman Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this episode didn't have any big developments per se. Yeah. I think, the fact that Monica wasn't attracted to Pete mm-hmm. um, and then Joey started dating someone, but it's still, or he starts pursuing someone, but it's still very fresh. Yeah. I think the main thing was this kind of like bookending Ross and Rachel. They're yeah. done. They're moving on. This is a sweet little thing he did for her with the shirt. And I think that's, that's prob that's it. Like, cause in the last, we saw them, you know, have the tension um, at the, on the way to the ski trip. And so, now that the tension is kind of like you can't put us in the middle. Okay, cool. Now what's gonna what's gonna happen? And then this is bookending it. So that's the main part of the episode. Yeah. Didn't move anything along though. <laughs> yeah, just some closure in their evolution. Yeah. relationship. Not necessarily closure, but some evolution of their relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have any favorite lines? Mine was just from Chandler, his funny jokes. And I wonder how many hours they thought of these jokes when, you know, Joey gets his big part and he's dancing. And it's like, Gloria Stefan was right. The rhythm is going to get you. Like, I, was like, I actually wrote that down as my favorite line, too. Yeah, the rhythm is going to get you. I love Gloria Stefan. I remember she's just like my childhood. My mom would. Me and my mom would listen to her, and my mom would sing that. The rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> yeah, this episode, I didn't really have a favorite line, but maybe the yeah. next one I will. Yeah. And then, again, another Chandler line. You didn't just break up, and he's like, it's been three weeks. You slept with someone the day after you broke up. Bullets have left guns slower. Like. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Moving on. Let's see what happens with the big play. Right? Yeah. 
another episode to go. So coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Monica inherits a dollhouse and Joey's relationship with his co-star heats up. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, give us five-star ratings, and leave nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram, and we'll see what happens with Dollhouse next. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.